Hello, and welcome to Everything Under the Sun. Today we look at music created by Aboriginal North Americans. That's First Nations in Canada, or Native Americans for our friends in the U.S. The music you'll hear runs the gamut from folk to rock, spoken word to electronica, jazz to classical. All these artists meld their various influences with their own traditional musical heritage, resulting in an original fusion of musical cultures and sounds. We start off with poet, author, activist, and actor John Trudell. Trudell is of the Santee Sioux Nation, born in Omaha, now living in Minnesota. He's had a fascinating life, worthy of a Hollywood movie. He became very politically involved in the American Indian movement in the 70s. In 2005, a documentary called Trudell was made about his life as an activist and artist. About 20 or more years ago, he met Jackson Brown and became interested in making music. He began working with the late Kiowa guitarist Jesse Ed Davis, and in 1992 made his first album, a.k.a. Graffiti Man. And this is the opening track on that album. It's called Rockin' the Res. Listen to the skies. Listen to the sound. Something on the land. Something going down. Down pressers speeding by life. Fever's heart. Burning rivers to cross. Walls of Babylon. Material noise, thinking they've touched the moon. Freedom takes a rocket blast. Just another day, like yesterday. Rocking my heart, rocking the reds. Woman like you, times like this. All that's real connects to you. Happy medicine, making me smile. Seeing you laugh, getting so near. Rocking our hearts, rocking the reds. Carrying on like he ain't been gone. War makers back, back in town. His notion taking care of us. Not same as, not even close. Not even close to our notion of taking care of us. Nowhere to hide, nowhere to run. Got no job and prices going up. War makers back in town. Just another day like yesterday. Rocking my heart, rocking the reds. No chance we're gonna ever give up. Together we'll dance a personal dance. Sweet starts surrendering only to each other. These days holding the night, holding on tight. Rocking our hearts, rocking the reds. Rockin' the reds Woman I want, woman I need Times 
and times do get hard, you sure are some comfort. Rising up love, living on, carries on. Rocking our hearts, rocking the reds. Rockers' hearts, rocking reds. Now we move on to a very well-known artist who first came on the scene in the 1960s as part of the Greenwich Village Folk Revival alongside Bob Dylan, Buffy St. Marie with her song Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. This is from her 1992 album Coincidence and Likely Stories. This song deals with real people and events such as Leonard Peltier and Anime Aquash. If you'd like to know more about the story behind this song, it's excellently documented in the book called In the Spirit of Crazy Horse by Peter Mathiasen. Also, the film Thunderheart with Val Kilmer is fictionally based on the same people and events, which coincidentally features John Trudell in an acting role. This track, and the album it's from, was the first to be recorded via internet. Buffy and her producer sent tracks back and forth between Hawaii and London, writing, recording, and mixing. And Buffy is still very much active today, performing, painting, and educating. So here's Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. Indian legislation's on the desk of a do-right congressman Now he don't know much about the issue, so he picks up the phone And he asks advice of the senator out in Indian country A darling of the energy companies who are ripping off what's left to the reservations huh. I learned a safety rule, I don't know who to thank Don't stand between the reservation and the corporate
Our next song has become the contemporary Native American pop anthem. It's from multiple Native American Music Award winner Keith Sokola. Keith is an Ojibwa from Minnesota, now, now living in Arizona. He plays guitar and Native American flute, and in 2011 was inducted into the Native American Music Awards Hall of Fame. Uh, this is from his debut album, Circle, also in 1992, good year, and the song is called Indian Cars. Now this next song is just really fun. 
makes you want to dance, and it's perfect for a remix. Uh, the CD has no info about who's performing or when it was recorded. All it says is American Indian Ensemble, and it's, the album is called Authentic Music of the American Indian. But here it is, it's the Shawnee Stomp Dance, and I guarantee you'll want to get up and dance along. Okay, you can sit back down now. And now we're on to another very well-known artist, Robbie Robertson, who is best known as the guitarist and songwriter with the band. Robbie's mother was Mohican, and he spent childhood summers with his mother's family, which was also his first exposure to music. His Aboriginal heritage didn't influence his music until much later in life, and in 1994, he formed the Red Road Ensemble and scored the documentary The Native Americans. His next album, in 1998, was Contact from the Underworld of Red Boy, in which he mixed all his influences into electronica, traditional rock, dance, trance album, and this is a track called Making a Noise. Get up in here. 
Our next piece is Black Hills Olowan by composer Brent Michael Davids. Brent is a Mohican who lives in St. Paul, Minnesota. He's made his name in film scoring and concert music and has composed for Kronos Quartet, Zeitgeist, Joffrey Ballet, Chanticleer, and me. That's right, this is my shameless plug for this program. He wrote a piece called Viola Jokes for the great violist Malia Watrous in Seattle. And she asked me to perform on it, and it's on her album called Prestigi Prestidigitation, which, is, which you can buy on iTunes. Now, Black Hills Olowan is a symphonic work that incorporates a Native American drum group, the Mazakute Singers, and the Mankato Symphony Orchestra with Ken Fried conducting. This was recorded in Mankato in 2011. Now, this is a promotional excerpt that actually has Brent doing a voiceover explaining what it's about, along with pieces of the music. Uh, it's a fascinating piece. I'm going to let him explain to you what it's about. But if you want more information, there are uh, you can check it out online. You can go to www.brentmichaeldavids.com slash jukebox.html for a longer excerpt, as well as vimeo.com slash 15935180 for a video documentary. When is the last time you heard American Indian singers and an orchestra together on stage? Well, I'm composer Brett Michael Davids, and I'd like to introduce you to Black Hills Olowan. Black Hills Olowan features the orchestra and traditional Native American singers, often called a drum group. The music honors the Black Hills of South Dakota and features the Mazakute singers. Black Hills Olowan, the singers are integrated with the symphonic instruments, composed directly into the orchestra like the winds, brass, or strings.
The Black Hills of western South Dakota and eastern Wyoming are known as Paha Sapa. They hold a revered place in history and culture, especially of the Lakota and Cheyenne nations. Oral tradition proclaims the Black Hills as the heart of everything that is. The final moments feature the Native American singers as a leading voice, driving the symphony to its rousing conclusion. That's intense. I really want to hear that live. Now we move to Vancouver-based Russell Wallace. Russell's a composer, singer, writer, teacher, and many other things. He has a very eclectic musical style. He writes electronica, folk music, traditional Salish song, film scores, choral music, jazz. He has a band called Callan Wee that they call Salish Soul. Uh, he's really a man of all musical trades and a super nice guy to boot. Uh, this is a song called Itlum from his CD Neonativisms, 1989-2009. And it, along with Russell, it features Dean Curley on guitar and Sharon King on vocals. There are two words in our language that sound very similar. Itlin and Itlum. Itlin means to eat, the nourishment that comes into our bodies to help us. And Eatlam means to sing, the nourishment that comes from our bodies to help us. My mother was born during the moon of the singing frogs. At birth, she was singing. In life, she was singing. And I know in her new journeys, she is singing. said, you must sing so that these mountains will know you. You must sing so that the people will know who you are. And you must sing so your voice will never be silenced. You see, when you sing to these mountains, your song will always echo through the canyon. Your voice will be carved in the stones. So as long as these mountains stand, you will know I will be singing with you.
along with everything else Russell Wallace has done, one of his recent activities is as a playwright. He wrote a, a musical play that I was recently involved in called The Unbroadcasted Life of Mildred Bailey, produced by the Red Cedar Aboriginal Theatre here in Vancouver. Mildred, it's based on the life of the great jazz singer Mildred Bailey, who was of Salish Scottish background. She was a very popular and influential jazz singer in the 30s, although she's not as well known today as she should be. She was the first female singer to front a big band, which was Paul Whiteman's famous band. She was instrumental in furthering the careers of artists like Bing Crosby, who was in a vocal group called the Rhythm Boys with Mildred's brother Al Rinker, as well as Billie Holiday and Glenn Miller and many others. Uh, her third husband was vibraphone player Red Norvo, and together they earned the nickname Mr. and Mrs. Swing. She died in 1951 at age of 44 due to complications from diabetes and heart failure. Now, I was going to play her famous, most famous recording, Rocking Chair, by Hoagie Carmichael, but when I was researching her recordings, I was surprised to find that she had recorded this next song in a jazz arrangement. This is a song called From the Land of the Sky Blue Water, which was written by composer Charles Wakefield Cadman in 1909. It was a very popular song in its day, often sung by opera singers as encores, sort of a, a what we'd call classical crossover today. Um, it was from a period in history where there was a big Indianist movement, which is when composers took melodies and themes from Native American culture and romanticized them for Anglo-American and European tastes. Now, this song seems a little dated today, but it was very popular at the time. And uh, the melody is from an Omaha love song, although it will sound nothing like a traditional song. The lyrics are by a poet named Nell Richmond Eberhardt. And at the time, in the 30s, when Mildred Bailey recorded that, it was probably still a very popular song. And, but it wasn't often treated uh, in a jazz way like she's done it. So here's Mildred Bailey's version of From the Land of the Sky Blue Water.
And now we're back in Vancouver with my neighbor, Wayne LaValle. Wayne is a singer, songwriter, guitarist who mixes blues, rock, folk, and traditional song, and probably whatever else he feels like. Uh, he was no he's been nominated for a Juno, which is a Canadian Grammy Award, for his album Trail of Tears, which also won him awards for Best Folk Album, Best Rock Album, and Best Male Vocalist at the 2010 Canadian Aboriginal Music Awards. We've played some shows together. He's an amazing live performer as well. And this is a track from his album Trail of Tears called Who I Was. Don't tell me when I was so tired. 
Well, we've reached our final song, which is fittingly called The Final Word by Bill Miller from his 1995 album Raven in the Snow. He's collaborated with numerous artists in many genres, from folk and country to new age, classical, religious. His various albums run the musical gamut from rock to folk, new age, and contemporary Christian. Deeply spiritual, his music blends his native and Christian roots. And so with that, I will give Bill Miller the final word and say, Mitakoye Oyasin, we are all related. I'm Will George, and thank you for listening to Everything Under the Sun.